Hello and welcome to a Keep Dancing podcast special. As a bit of a treat, we're having a warm-up episode for the final and I've got Dave Thorpe from the Strictly Spoiler on the line to talk all about it. Hi, Dave. Hello. Um, yes, so um, yes, I run the um, Strictly Spoiler website, which, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, the um, worst-kept secret in Strictly is that the results show on a Sunday isn't live. Um, it's pre-recorded shortly after the Saturday night show. Those results then leak out and get posted to um, all over the internet, actually, not just my website. There's many other places that post the um, results out there for those that want to learn the results before the results show on the Sunday. So it's a very useful service, especially if you have to write a script for a podcast that's recording immediately after the results show. Um, (laughs) But how did you personally get involved with this? Um, in all honesty, it was something I kind of accidentally fell into. Um, initially, I was um, di- um, sending the spoiler on Twitter to um, people that I was talking to about Strictly With on um, on a Saturday. And I, I would mention on Twitter that uh, I have, I'd learned the results. If anyone wanted to, me to tell them, let me know, and I'd send them a direct message. Eventually, it then hit the point where I was sending quite a lot of messages and it became easier to um, post it to a personal blog that I was running at the time. Um, then, about two years after after I'd been doing that for two years, and in those two years, you, you know, I get a few hundred page views, nothing to chat, shout home about. In 2014, um, I gained search ranking for keywords relating to the spoiler, and all of a sudden, it exploded into thousands of page views. This series, it's been hundreds of thousands every weekend. It's been quite crazy, actually, the last few years. And what did that kind of traffic explosion do to your wee personal blog? Um, to be, um, it melted it, to be perfectly honest. Um, yes, um, I've had to move web posts quite a number of times over the last four or five years um, just to, um, to, yeah, to progressively more powerful sites just because of the sheer numbers of people, A, coming on the site and B, trying to access the site at the exact same time. Ah, uh, yeah, the old bandwidth conundrum. And yes. like, that's not the only uh, trouble you've ended up in. You've famously been asked to leave Facebook by the BBC in a mysterious sequence of events. Um, yes, this was in 2015. Um, I started um, to I'd opened up a Facebook page for the um, spoiler um, to promote links to the um, website for people on Facebook. Um, about halfway through the 2015 series, I get a message off Facebook saying it had been they closed down my page due to a complaint that it infringed on the BBC's trademarks. Um, I then had a brief email discussion with the BBC explaining why it didn't infringe their trademarks. Um, they eventually reinstated the page. Um, sent me about two paragraphs talking about trademark and then the much longer talking about what the actual site was doing and posting the results before broadcast. Ah, but the the Strictly Spoiler has ended up with its own sort of community and honour code. Um, Was it like being at the centre of that? Um, I mean, yeah, um, a community, um, certainly it's quite challenging actually running the um, community, certainly 
because it's just me operating this website and the associated Facebook and Twitter feeds. So yeah, that's a unique challenge. Uh, as well as my own community, we're kind of part of a much larger spoiler community. There's groups on Facebook that I work with. Um, there's a group on a discussion forum that um, actually the spoiler originated uh, before even before I started doing it. Um, I work cl- quite closely with them as well. Um, but yeah, with this series more than ever, we've all had each other's backs, trying to find moles each week. And yeah, yeah it's, it's been quite an interesting experience, this series more so. There was one, this series, that didn't ever really come in. It took until 5am for it to come in or something? Oh, yes. Um, that was about um, two, yeah, two or three weeks ago. Um, I think, it, yeah, the weekend after Blackpool, I believe it was. Yes. Um, not sure what happened there. None of the um, sources have moles. Um, I believe the recording of the show went on a bit later than usual as well because they had to pre-record some parts of the Christmas special from what I was told. And, yeah, the uh, we got unconfirmed spoilers coming in at about half 11, midnight. And, yeah, nothing confirmed until, yeah, the early hours of the morning, as you say. Um, that was quite a crazy weekend for my website because that weekend, because of the lateness of the spoiler and people refreshing the site or having to check back for when the spoiler was confirmed, um, it actually received um, 675,000 page views over that weekend, which is about double what it would normally receive. Blimey. And there's no big financial backer behind all of this work that you do. It's all no, support. It, it's um, all supported um, partially by uh, adverts that run on the website and also... Um, uh, certainly this last year or so um there's been a donate button on the website for visitors to the website they can click through to that and you know send me a few pounds to go towards the web hosting costs which have been quite expensive this year it's probably going to cost me about a thousand pounds just to operate the website and host it before the end of the series that is sort of part of a growing movement through people who do useful and creative things and provide services on the internet to actually be able to get the sort of small amounts of money, like uh, people who have podcasts and do Patreons. Um, yes, that's yeah. right. Um, yes, um, people on YouTube um, as well um, also use um, things like Patreon as well. I'm sure um, Strictly Contestant Joe Suggs more than familiar with familiar with all this as well oh isn't he just monetized dads alone and merch uh i haven't actually viewed his channel so i'm not 100 percent certain but um, yeah i certainly have monetized dads on his youtube yeah what's it been like having that other part of the internet join you this year because you know no, we we haven't really had anybody with a rabid online fan base since i guess jay have you um i haven't um I've tried adding some keywords into um, my website um, to try and encourage them to come along. So every single spoiler post this series has um, had is Joe Sugg still in Scriptly um, as one of the tags on it to <laughs> try and um, bring some of them across. But um, no, um, I don't think I've been having um, Joe's fans come to the site in any kind of numbers. I mean, I've not fully checked the demographics for this series but certainly in previous series visitors to my website mainly tend to be females over the age of 45 uh like in key with the main strictly demographics yes absolutely enough nerding out how have you found this series of strictly 
Um, I've quite enjoyed it. The one thing I've found lacking for me is uh, I quite enjoy Strictly when we have a obvious comedy contestant. Um, so, you know, the likes of Ed Balls, um, Russell Grant, um, and Widdicombe. So this series um, seems to be lacking that. And the uh, only other thing has been lacking as well. We haven't really had any surprise dance-offs as such. I mean, the biggest one you could probably say is Ashley being in the dance-off the first time. Obviously, the next two times weren't too, as much of a surprise. But. Yeah, well, I mean, when we are analysing the show and the cast, we always are looking out for somebody we call the destroyer. And that's somebody who's got a lot of obvious dance skill, but will yeah. have a really weak voting demographic. And we'd, yes, we'd yes, had, there's always one or two of them each series. Yeah. yeah, we'd had our eye on Ashley for potentially being a weak public vote since the start. Uh, but yeah, there's not really been anything where we've gone, what? Um, not as far as the results have gone, no. It's it's all been um, fairly much as expected. Yeah. In terms of not having a comedy contestant this year, though, do you think we maybe lost that when Sean Walsh let himself down? Um, I, I think, yeah, I think if he got on a bit further, he probably would have been set up to be the... Um, comedy contestant but uh, yes obviously he had um, his uh, indiscretion shall we say just to put you in context as a strictly fan uh, your favorite winner oh, oh that's a uh, yeah that's a tricky one i, I really liked cara toynton the year she won yeah so yeah i mean i, I think I'd, I'd probably have to say out of all the winners yeah cara toynton a great dancer and a sort of a poignant love story as well. Yes. You can't, you can't really beat it, can you? No. And, and who... No, we, everyone loves a um, good strictly romance, unless we're already married, obviously. <laughs> if everybody's eligible, it's all fine. Yes. It's all part of the magic of the show. And yeah. who in Strictly history do you think was most robbed? Um... I'm not sure about my own opinion on that. I know a lot of the people visiting my website felt um, Aston from JLS, who got eliminated early last year, um, was um, particularly robbed. So, um, yeah, I don't think I've got any strong opinion on that myself, but uh, I, will, I will probably have to say what the people to my website are saying, and that will be um, Aston. It was an absolute shocker, though. But I can. It was that one. But when you take every element sort of in succession, you can see how it happened as sort of as an off dance choice yes, on a difficult that's right. week. Yes, um, it, yes, he got slated by the um, judges quite a bit, didn't he? Um, for some unusual choreography or something. Which. In the routine. This this is a, a sort of a constant bugbear when the celebrities are penalised for the prose choreography. Yes, I mean, yeah, the celebrities obviously don't get too much impact, in, impact into the actual choreography. Usually that's down to the um, professional partner or in the case of some of the uh, more specialised routines, they get a um, third party in to uh, arrange the choreography. To... Yeah, do you think there's a case for sort of... Um splitting out execution and creativity scores or is the judging complicated enough already um i think i think the judging's complicated enough already without um adding yeah um i think 
and then right, did Dancing on Ice try and tally, uh, try and do something like that one, one or two seasons? To sort of mirror how competitive ice dance is scored with the technical and the execution yes. parts. Yeah. Oh, it would be weird, but this series, the judges have had much less impact than normal. We've had draws every week, um, which every draw you have tips the control much more towards the audience's televote it it does yes um yes that's because of the um way the scoring system works i've actually had quite a few people um comment on my um either on my facebook or on my twitter um like asking me why that's the um case um what like when when there's a like say there's a draw on the top of leader where we both get five points and then the next one down gets four still rather than three years um people would expect it to be and of course that relates to um fairly famous incident in i think it was the 2008 series with tom chambers um in a um, situation where he was bottom of a leaderboard against two people that were tied and there was absolutely no way for the public to save him yeah and that was felt to be so unfair that they ended up keeping him yes and yes. he went on to win yes and that's how they got out of that. And like a lot of things in a long-running show, everything ends up being a sort of a fudge built on top of other fudges. Do you think eventually they will fudge something too far and break the format? Or do you think they know what they're doing? Um, I think there's a bit of a mix. I know certainly with visitors to my website... In some instances, the couple choices routines they've tried to add in this series, they've not gone down so well with um, people visiting my website who would prefer them to stick to the uh, more traditional um, dance styles um, that are regularly used each week rather than introducing what uh, a lot of people are basically describing as a a show dance Mm. midway through the series rather than in the final. Yeah, and it has worked out that everybody in the top seven managed to do a couple's choice and everybody in the bottom eight didn't. So it sort of gives you a bit of an insight into, I guess, how the producers dish the dancers out with respect to who's left per week. Yes, um, I mean, I'm I'm sure they would have made it so that even by in the semi-final everyone would have done a couple's choice but it was left but um, yes as you say um, and the top seven did and the bottom eight didn't didn't get to do that one which um, you know um, it's, as it's basically a show dance it can be quite a memorable routine and uh, one that um, would um, en- encourage people to vote yeah although We've only had one couple's choice in the dance-off, if I remember rightly, and that was that was Graham, wasn't it? Uh, just consulting remember. the spreadsheet. Yeah, it was just Graham who's been in there. Yes, and, uh, although uh, he, he wasn't um, particularly polling. He's another one who wasn't polling that well with the public because uh, I think, was it three dance-offs or three or four dance-offs he had before? Before the judges yeah. voted him off. He, yeah, he went out in his fourth dance Yes. Off. Bless him. Um, so you've been you've been uh, polling throughout the series, obviously. So shall yes. we uh, look forward 
to the final. But first, was there anybody whose polling numbers uh, gave you a surprise uh, during the series? Have there just any polling anecdotes? Um, to be honest, no. I think it's more or less um, the polls I've run have more or less gone as expected. One thing that has surprised a lot of people is even before the results leak out, quite often throughout the course of a series, the two people that were sitting at the bottom of my polls were the one that then got announced to be in the dance-off, which was quite odd. People were um, swearing by the polls as being, um, you know, a definitive of what the dance-off was going to be, even though it's not the case every week, but certainly a lot of weeks in this series, more so than any other. But again, that could be a symptom of the fact that the that all the um, dance-offs have been reasonably predictable. Yeah, I wonder if the public vote is now syncing up a little bit more with the judges' scores, uh, you know, with obvious exceptions. Well, yes, I mean, obviously Ashley's an exception there, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. So um, it's fairly clear that she's polling, if not bottom, men certainly towards the bottom of the public vote. Which I am starting to feel really sad for her about that. Yes, I do. I mean, she's um, certainly um, not been deserving a lot of the um, comments that she's been getting online. You, you know, I mean, but there's always one, two contestants every year that people claim have, have, have had previous dance experience. Sometimes it's valid. Sometimes, you know, it's just because we've been in a girl band, that means we can dance. We've had plenty of physical evidence to the contrary over the years in Strictly. Yes. <laughs> um, so, our finalists. Ashley, we already know, stands less than a 1% chance of winning. It would be a highly unusual turnaround for her to win it from this yes, position. Yes, um, there would have to be a massive swing in public feeling towards her for her to have uh, any chance of um, Winning on the poll that ran on my website after the semi-final, seven um, percent of visitors to the website um, want Ashley and Pasha to win. Oh, that's very sad. Um, wow, we really have had enough of experts. Um, so going into my sort of second least likely to win, uh, Faye and Geo. Yes, I, I, I would agree with you there as well. Um, Again, that's coming down to um, a slight perception of previous dance experience because being in steps means she can do ballroom. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she learned a lot of complex dance manoeuvres in steps. Absolutely, yeah. For us. Five, five, six, seven, eight's full of them. (laughs) Um, Like, line dance is its own skill, but ballroom it is not. Um, no. For us, um, the big as far, as far as my poll goes with Faye Giovanni, twelve percent of visitors to the website wanted them to win after the semi-final. For us, the big problem with Faye and Giovanni is that we kept forgetting about them. So, especially in the early stages when we're podcasting and going through the whole long list of dancers, even with a written-out running order, sometimes I would skip over Faye, um, <laughs> which it never bodes well. Um, no, but it's a shame because she's clearly a really nice woman, um, yes. a, a sort of an interesting stage in her career where she can either you know go back to what she was doing with steps or branch out into something else, and she's a really good dancer. 
Yes, she she is. I mean, all all four of the people in the final are, are really good in their own way, and all all deserving of places in the final. I would say. Yeah. Although again, this comes back to the predictability because people have had those four down as the final four since about halfway through the series. Yeah, we did it after the first couple of weeks of YouTube views. It was. I think we were we were concerned that Faye might drop out through not being memorable, but her dance excellent has pushed her th- the excellence has pushed her through and yes. not being as unpopular as Ashley. Mm. How sad. And then Well, yes, I mean uh, Faye must have picked up more votes than Ashley in order for the dance off to go as it did last last week. Yeah. But then Faye does just have an existing voter base. And she's part of that um, uh, category of strictly contestant that almost mirrors that sort of uh, older women demographic. And though yeah. the older women demographic do like to vote for somebody that they can see themselves in. Uh, I, I think she'll pick up some votes in the final. Um, probably not enough to win it, but... Um, could change. Yeah, she's certainly going to give I us. I mean, a... two 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 years ago, like Ore in the final was a distant outsider, and he managed to um, win. So that's true. So yes, uh, I I actually had a cheeky five pound free bet on Ore. So yeah, I, I did well off that. Oh, very nice. I think we we sort of we pegged Ore for something special when he started looking down the camera. Um, and sort yes. of making eye contact with the viewers at home. That's uh, that's something that all of the viewers should watch out for on Saturday. Who's actually looking down the camera at the mm. uh, at the people at home? Yes, then um, I'm I'm sort of controversially gonna go maybe onto Stacy and Kevin next, just because uh, Kevin's position is traditionally as the bridesmaid. Yes. Um... Yes, that's something um, I actually um, thought myself um, when I was uh, writing up a piece on the website. I'd do a preview of all the finalists as well. And um, yes, when I was writing up my piece about um, Stacey and Kevin, yes, it's always the um, case that Kevin makes it to the final, apart from last year, of course. And but um, yeah, always runner-up. So he's clearly one of the most popular pros. Yes. As you find out if you tweet anything vaguely negative about him. Um, <laughs> but he's yet to manage to parlay this popularity and sort of alignment with the Strictly brand into a win. Why do you think that might be? I don't know. I mean, certainly one or two of his partners, again, fall into the... Um, previous dance experience category like Frank Frankie Bridge that he partnered with a few years ago so I mean she, she was um, you know because being in the Saturdays again same as ballroom yep. um, so I think in, certainly in that case um, I don't think he had much chance of winning that final much like um, Ashley won't and possibly to a lesser extent Faye this, this year um, in the case of the others I'm not so sure because, um, oh, Louise Redknapp that he had a couple of years ago. Yeah, she again, she's bagged with the um, same thing. Um, 
because she was in Eternal, of course, in the 1990s, so that's same as Ballroom again. Exactly the same. Um, yeah, um, but and certainly in the case of the other two, um, Kelly and... Uh, oh, God, it's on the tip of my Susanna. tongue. Susanna. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm not sure why he didn't manage to cross the finish line in those cases. I feel like with... Because um, they were both very much journey contestants. Yeah. Um, you know, they um, didn't start off with previous dance experience. They had the whole Strictly journey, made it to the final, did some good routines in the final. But, yeah, he was just pipped at the post. And well, it happened again this year. Um, with who you're about to move on to, um, I would probably say yes. I think he lost out with Kelly because of the presence of Jay and um Oh yes, that's yeah, true. Like, that was that was the year Jay won and yes, um Jay um the polls I run on my website, Jay topped pretty much every single one since week three um that series if I remember right. So yes, um, he had a massive following and yeah. I didn't even think the wanted were that much of a big deal, but apparently <laughs> I, th- I think for some reason the um, viewers just seem to really uh, resonate with him. And again, he um, had a bit of a journey, you know, didn't start off too good, and then um, obviously got better. Certainly by was it his jive that was his standout dance, if I remember right? Yes, the pulp that fiction got drive. Got to take notice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I th- I felt like that was a really weird feeling final because. Um, Jay's dancers sort of delivered, I guess, but everybody else's dancers really delivered and the judges were, you know, really ramping them and really backing them and sort of... Big Jay just had too much public vote for that to be overturned. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, going on to uh, Wee Joe, who's just debuted his red hair on Strictly It Takes Two. Yes, Um, uh, I I, I didn't see the show, but I've seen um, some people post screenshots of it on Facebook and Twitter. So, yes. He looks smashing. It takes years off of him. Um, Oh, I might have to try it myself then. (laughs) I think you have to have a Diane Boswell to stand next to. Well, yes, that that would probably help. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he is... I would say two orders of magnitude more famous than Jay from The Wanted, but not famous in the same way that uh, the strictly main demographic expect people to be famous. Yes, I would agree with you there. Um, certainly when he was announced, and um, I post all the um, contestants' announcements to the website as well, uh, there were lots of comments of who, what, he does YouTube. How does that make him famous? Um, I mean, I'm fortunate, but I'm just about in a generation that can actually recognise like emerging media such as YouTube uh, as being um, something that um, makes celebrities these days. Yeah, and uh, as a one-man media empire, I feel like he's brought something a bit different to Strictly this year. Have you been watching his uh, reaction blogs where he goes over his rehearsal footage with Diane? I haven't, no. They are surprisingly interesting and in-depth and done with that sort of YouTuber sensibility where they don't really dwell on anything for that long and they sort of cut straight to the the real meat of what they're saying 
Um, and, you know, it's like having them in your kitchen uh, chatting with you about how their dance went. Yes. And that's yes, why I mean, he's yeah, so um, famous. Yes, uh, I mean, it's certainly a big game with the younger generation now. Is The question for me is, will they, A, watch the final and B, vote for him? I mean, if they do vote for him, then he's going to be unstoppable. Yeah, um, because the BBC have never really released the strictly voting numbers, we don't even have an idea if people who haven't voted for the eliminations throughout the series... Uh, come in and vote on the final. We don't really know how what the sort of casual to serious ratio is in voters in the final. But if it's anything like the way that Joe's voters have been operating during the series, there is a lot of power voting going on. Yes. Um, I mean, certainly as far as online goes, I believe um, his um, all of his dances are usually the most viewed ones on YouTube. Usually by an order of magnitude. So he's yeah. getting 300,000 views while everybody else is getting a sort of maximum of 40,000. Yeah. Which again just, just shows um, how big he is. Again, if, if his fans all vote for him, he's won. Simple as. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Eight million followers on YouTube. That is yes. the strictly viewing audience. It is more or less. Yes, more or less. I mean, his are sort of spread over the world a bit more, and some of them might need yes, DPMs I mean, that's, to that's vote. A point that um, people, you know, I've made, I've made this point about Joe like, having so many followers um, before, and a few people have come back to me saying that um, you know they're not all based in the UK, so won't all be eligible to vote in the final, although there are ways around that if you're so much inclined. But And I think that's the thing. Um, fangirls are inclined. Yes. Um, I've, I've been there myself. I've VPNed to get to what it was that I wanted. And, you know, once somebody wants to do something with fanish yeah. intensity, it's going to get will, done. They will do it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, do, com coming back to my poll after the semi final, 30% um, of people want Joe and Diane to win 48, Stacey and Kevin. But again, uh, as we said right at the start, uh, as far or towards the start, my site's audience demographic is mostly female over the age of 45, mm. which aren't um, Joe's audience, of course. No. Um, and yeah, a lot of where I've been seeing stuff is sort of Joe's native territory on YouTube and on Twitter and on Instagram, where you would expect to see a major yes. Joe following. Um, so this weekend, there won't be any strictly spoiler action, but you'll be posting lots of uh, interesting articles in the lead up. And um, yes, that's right. I'm run I'll be, yeah, I'm currently midway through a series previewing the finalists and also looking at their journey so far. So like best dances, worst dances, average scores, how many times they've been in the dance off, all that, all the boring stat stuff and odds, odds, odds with the bookies as well. Um, as far as actually on the final, I will be tweeting along and Facebooking along as I normally do. And there will be polls going out on the website during the final, which quite a few people voted in during the final last series. So hopefully people will come to the site and um, vote as the final goes on and we can get some idea of um, how the public vote is going during the final. Marvellous. Is there a particular dance from this series that you're looking forward to maybe being reprised on Saturday? 
Um, for me, the, the standout dance for me uh, was um, Ashley's contemporary. Um, that just blew me away with the emotion of that piece. Um, so if that, although whether or not they'll be allowed to do a couple's choice as their favourite dance, I don't know, because again, we're coming into the question of them being kind of show dancey and will they let people do two show dances in the final? Uh, a lot of people commenting on my Twitter have um, said that maybe they won't let people do the couple's choice as the um, couple's favourite routine, which obviously haven't been revealed yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think we'd want maybe two couples' choices, uh, have Faye and Gio's couples' choice in, but I'm not bothered yeah. about seeing Joe's couples' choice ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, that, well, that was something different, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, it's that kind of routine that makes me feel like uh, it might not be back in the same format next year. Um, like maybe have contemporary in as a specialist genre of its own and maybe have theatre jazz back on its own or maybe smush them together to call them contemporary jazz but don't let them do the street dance again uh, certainly not with basketballs or big giant inflatable basketballs <laughs> no okay so we'll wrap up there we'll thank you for your sterling work during another fabulous series of Strictly and no um, hope you enjoy the final. Uh, I will try to, but obviously I'll be working during it. So um, yes. I, 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 don't, I don't actually get to enjoy the show quite as much these days. But. We've, we've got to keep we've got to keep busy down the content mines. Yes. Um, so thanks for being with us on the Keep Dancing podcast. Bye, Dave. No problem. And good night from me, Ellie. Keep dancing.